Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roaring Twenties, the podcast where we try to figure out what the hell does it mean to be in this chapter of our lives, our twenties. Um, your host today is me, Nima Al Noor, and today I have a special guest with me for today's episode. She is. Um, my best friend, my roommate, my confidant, the bane of my existence, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's Canadian. Her name is Sydney Scammell. Sydney, please introduce yourself to the people. Wow, that was quite an introduction. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah, so as Nima said, my name is Sydney. I'm Canadian, born and raised in Toronto. Um, then I moved to the UK, York specifically, to do law. Um, and yeah, now I'm here just living my best life, you know? <laughs> yeah, so today's episode, I called it Miss Independent and Mr. Worldwide. And <laughs> the reason for that is Pitbull, Neo, you know, best time ever. But it's also because today me and Sydney are going to talk about independent living. And we're also going to talk about well what does it mean to be an international student in the uk so let's start with independence sydney at what age did you first go to like a camp or like a time where you kind of slept somewhere that wasn't your house oh okay slept somewhere i feel like that was probably like the seventh grade when we went to like camp muskoka with my elementary school um, yeah, that was probably the first time. And then the following year, we did the same thing, but we went to Quebec City. And, yeah. like, did you miss your parents or your family? Did you miss your bed, your home? Um, you know, surprisingly, no. I was actually quite excited to, like, get away and just be with my friends. And, like, it was kind of like a four-day sleepover. It was great. Well, lucky you. I was rejected. Rejected as in my parents said, no way, no way. I couldn't. So there was this one trip in to this place called Dibba and all the sixth graders were going and everyone was so excited and I was told no you can't sleep outside this house so I've never had a sleepover actually with anyone who isn't my cousin until I came here um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the reason we and Sydney are laughing is because we have quite a funny story about sleepovers so my first sleepover was with Sydney and this other friend of ours and we went to her place and you know we did the cute things the face masks the whatever and then he, everybody went to sleep as far as I knew <laughs> Sydney gave me <laughs> yeah so I gave her melatonin and so of course she was the first one to fall asleep yeah I was knocked out and um and then me and Catherine had some trouble sleeping because there was this noise. It was just this really loud noise and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Nima snoring <laughs> so loud." So embarrassing. Uh, to be honest, I had had a like nose blockage, airway blockage problem anyways like that whole first year. And so naturally I snored because my nose was blocked. Anyways, that wasn't even, like, the funny part. The funny part was I wake up at, like, 3 a.m. with no one in the room. Sydney and my friend, or our friend Catherine, had gone to my flat, like, our house, 
and they left me at her house and i was like what in the world like i knew nobody from that you know because we live in flats i knew nobody from that flat and so as soon as i woke up i actually i went back to sleep and like at 6 a.m i went back home but it just they taught me to never trust anyone ever again and sleepovers are this fake thing um (laughs) four minutes in and you guys just learned that um, I snore in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loudly, like a chair screeching oh over the God. floor. <laughs> um, no, that's not true. Anyway, <laughs> back to the main point of this podcast. So, you know, you spent Christmas here by yourself. Um, I went back to Dubai and so did the girls. Yeah. Um, and so how did you, well, you went, she went to France at the end for like actual Christmas, but you know, majority of it, you were here alone. Um, how did you cope with that? Like, how do you cope with living independently? Well, I think I'm like a really independent person to start off with. So I was kind of really excited just to be alone, have my own space, you know, my own washroom, my own kitchen. Um, I think it's just, it's really about just like being comfortable with yourself and just doing your own thing. Like, I just think like, I don't know, I think it's also helpful when you have like a plan, you know, you know what you're going to do every day and just, yeah, I don't know. I just, honestly, I'm naturally an independent person. So I think it was really good for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally feel like I've only recently become quite an independent person, but it did take that move from, you know, home to university. Um, I think as well, like cultural differences come in because I feel like in Sydney's culture or in any type of like Arab culture, like as a daughter, you're expected to be quite dependent on your parents, but not even expected. Like it's just a thing. Like, for example, your brother will be able to go out until whatever hour in the night and you're just not allowed to do things like that. And so I think it was a really big step for me to finally have this like freedom or whatever. Um, But like you said, it is about being comfortable with yourself. Um, and being comfortable with like talking not even talking to yourself but like just having your own thoughts um which leads me to the question freedom versus family which which one which one are we picking i mean it's not like a picking thing but like which (laughs) one are we picking um what do you what do you say i mean for the people who know me i think they know that i would choose freedom over family um, but that's just, you know, that's just me. I'm just, you know, I just, I think it should be okay to say some people, you know, they prefer their freedom over their family. Like, I don't think it should be seen as this bad thing. Like, it's just sometimes that's just how it is. And, and sometimes if you're given that freedom, then it might give you that better relationship with your family, you know, like you don't need to be super close to your family to just have a good relationship, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. I, I think, um, like I said, quite recently, I, I kind of saw the value in freedom. Um, I feel like it's so different when, like, you're in uni, living your life, no one's nagging you, no one's saying, do this, yeah. do that. And then suddenly you go home, you have, like, a list of chores to do, yes. and you're just not having it. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom's like, get the laundry done, get this done, get that done. And, um it's different and like you have to tell people where you where you're going yes that is the worst part like dude i i went once i went to like the supermarket which was really close from our house as well like it's not far yeah. away 
and I didn't tell my parents and they're like why didn't you like this was the first time I came home after uni and they were like why didn't you tell us and I was like um I didn't know that I had to tell you like you know back in you know York I just go exactly um so it's crazy like that um now we're gonna move on to the Mr. Worldwide segment um and we're gonna talk about being international students so as you guys have guessed, you know, we have different accents. We have, we're just different from people here. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we pay an extortionate amount of oh money uh, to be here. Uh, we're, you know, complaining a little bit, but just a bit. Day, yeah. Um, oh my God. Don't people here love saying, when you complain about anything to do with like, living in the uk don't people love saying yeah well you chose to come here oh my god all the time all the time that really gets to me because i'm like yeah i chose to come here but it's like extortion <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so what do you think is like the biggest difference between um like canada and york well other than the accents oh sorry and and the um you know time difference um i would say you know food's a big difference Mm. um i feel like people drink a lot of tea here and they kind of eat a lot of fried food i mean i don't know yeah it's fish and chips it's really new um also i feel like the people here i don't know nima and i were very like kind of loud and outgoing where i feel like not everyone here is especially the boys i feel like you know boys are just a bit shy over here and don't really shoot the shot as one might say <laughs> i mean we could have a whole episode about yeah. the boys but uh, we really could yeah um <laughs> i i think i agree i agree i feel like for me um i had a bit of a culture shock with the bidet as, oh, as yes. i as i always tell you guys <laughs> yeah. um so in dubai after you do number one or number two you have to use your bidet you know to stay clean exactly. uh, you know <laughs> i came here there's no bidet <laughs> there was only uh tissue and uh, wipes but uh it's great it's great that was one of my culture shocks and i i also agree with the whole people thing i think people here are a lot colder mm-hmm. but then i feel like the north is a lot warmer than the south and i didn't even know there was a divide i didn't know there were that many accents when i first came here yes definitely like i didn't know there were so many accents and so many accents that i would not understand like some people the amount of times i have to ask people to repeat themselves it's so embarrassing especially living up north like people yeah. sound more scottish i guess or not even, like the more north you get the less you understand it's just like oh we should try to do an impression oh no we shouldn't oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, to be fair, all of my impressions sound very Essex. Yeah. Um, oh, and another thing is, well, this is going back to independent living, but we're not completely independent living just because we live with, you know, five, like, I live with five other people, you live Mm -hmm. with five other people. So, how, what do you think is the biggest kind of annoyance, not even annoyance, but what's the, like, biggest challenge of living with five women yes okay um you know i think it's good because i would say we're all really close and comfortable with each other so that's a good part but i definitely say with five women people can get you know like 
irritated easily or just like sometimes everyone can be dramatic at some point so it's easy to get in those little fights that really aren't anything it's just people getting irritated plus when you're like living with people and it's during like a pandemic and you're just stuck inside all the time you're gonna just end up fighting or bickering about anything so I think that's definitely the hardest part what about you um honestly I agree I I do think that especially living with yeah like I don't know I feel like you definitely get those moments where you just like snap or want to (laughs) like strangle someone (laughs) um I think one of my biggest challenges probably well not biggest I find this to be a little bit of a challenge but because all of us upstairs use one bathroom when our shower gets clogged because obviously like hair right we all have long hair um or medium long hair uh and that shower gets clogged and i hate it i despise it you know because you you're you're coming back from like a long day and you want a hot shower and it's clogged (laughs) um but i think that's one thing um would i would you recommend would you recommend living in a house with all five girls yeah um i think it just depends you know I mean, I always think, oh, like, boys, they're, you know, messy, leave the dishes everywhere and everything. I feel like if you find the right guys and that you've, like, already lived with, like, let's say you meet them in first year when you're living with them on campus and you know how they are, then I think that's totally fine. Like, sometimes it's nice to have a mix just to, like, have a brother, you know? But um, it honestly just depends on you. Like, I wouldn't want to do it just because I feel like we don't know anyone. Yeah, not only do we not know anyone, I just feel like we wouldn't be as comfortable as we are i think we talk about a range of really gory <laughs> yeah. not even gory like really like disgusting topics and disgusting to like the outside eye but in this house you know it's norm it's it, a norm yeah. no boundaries no, none <laughs> whatsoever um yeah and so i feel like that's definitely a pro would i recommend i think yeah go for it like if that's the group of people you're comfortable with then that's the group of people you're comfortable with do you recommend living with like your best friend or your friends oh yeah definitely um because again you want to be comfortable and like be able to have those disgusting conversations but um yeah no like I know some people are worried like oh if I live with you then I'll end up like hating you or whatever I don't think so you just if you're good enough friends like and if you have issues you just need to talk about it it's like it's honestly all about communication yeah, like, um, quite recently, Sydney didn't like the fact that I put my... Because basically, <laughs> when I make rice, it always sticks at, on the pot, and uh, I soak it. And Sydney's space in the kitchen is next to the sink. And so I always put the... I soak it overnight there. And one time, she was like, um, I really don't like it when you do this. <laughs> and keep in mind, I've been doing this for like a year now. And she's like, I don't like it when you do this. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hold your horses and so i was you know i'm quite a like girl kind of person anyways and so i was like well you didn't say anything from the start so too bad too sad and i feel like she left thinking or we left this conversation thinking i will keep annoying her by putting it uh putting the pot there but uh i changed the spot i changed the spot Uh, i don't know if she noticed i did actually notice and i do appreciate it thank you and i just want to say it's just because ever since I got the my fruit basket, now my side looks neater. So then if you add the dirty pot there, it just ruins the aesthetic of my side. There's no such thing as aesthetics. She's lying. Okay, yeah, not in this <laughs> not in this kitchen. It's gross. No, to be fair, I bought a new thing for my spices spices today and it looks very aesthetically pleasing. B and M. Shout out B and M. Sponsor me. <laughs> um, okay. So 
Next, we're gonna talk about being Canadian. Oh, yeah. What does it mean? Because I think we all have this view that Canadians are these, like, super nice people who just <laughs> drink maple syrup and, you know, Justin Trudeau. Like, that's what well, that's what I thought. when I, Whenever someone says Canada, I'm like, ugh, Justin Trudeau. So, tell us. What is it? What is it really like? Okay, well, um, yeah, people definitely think um, we just drink maple syrup. And I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like, even my friends are like, yeah, maple syrup's fine. But you'd honestly only have it with pancakes. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And... Plus, you're not having pancakes that often. So, sorry to to disappoint, but yeah. Um, I think being Canadian means to uh, be prepared for the cold. Mm. You know, some of our housemates, including you, think I'm a fake Canadian because I complain about the cold all the time. Yeah. um, Justin Trudeau, you know. Yes, he's one of the better looking ones, but I'm not all that hyped about him. Although I know some people who are. Honestly, ever since he did blackface, he just wasn't it, you know. I keep forgetting that he did blackface, and then I remember that he did blackface, and I'm like, oh, uh, you, and, know. you know. And he did it three times. So. Yeah, three, t- three times is yeah. a lot, you know. I know. Um, <laughs> some people, and, like, the thing is, I, I honestly thought that he was, like, my favorite um, person because he did IB as well, and I did IB. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, a world leader that did IB. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know. Yeah, um. Also, what is it? Oh, yes. People always think Canadians are so nice, you know, the nicest people ever, which I think is just a lie. Like, I feel like people in England and people in America and people in Canada are all the same. You know, you're going to find super nice people. You're like, oh, my God, they're so nice. Like, I can't believe they did that for me or whatever. And then you're also going to find people who are just so rude. You're just like that dick. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, but like, you know. And some of my friends here may say I'm a fake Canadian because I'm not nice. I just think it's because I'm a bit blunt sometimes. Guys, listen. (laughs) Guys, listen. This girl, like, I'm convinced she is from Texas. Uh, (laughs) It's going to make me sound racist. No, no. It's not not even about race. It's just that, like, she's very, like, um, I don't know. Like, Canadians are very nice, but... She's very blunt, but I, I appreciate that. Like, I think that's one of the many reasons I'm friends with you is because you're, you're like, to the, like, you're not going to lie to my no face. Bullshit. Exactly. Like, if I don't look good in a dress, you're going to tell me I don't yeah. look good in a dress. Um, and so I appreciate that. Um, are you like all the other Canadians I've met? No, no. How many Canadians have you met? Well, I, uh, we know one Canadian together. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then <laughs> we're not gonna say uh, no names. Um, and then we know another Canadian together from law school. That okay, another Canadian. <laughs> okay, okay, and and then I knew this one kid called. Um, well, I can't say names either. Oh I knew God. this one kid from from high school. He oh, was okay. super nice. Um, they, you know what? They were just raised right. Okay. <laughs> Um, but no, you're not too bad, honestly. I think it's because when I get comfortable with people, I'm just not afraid to be open with how I feel about other people. <laughs> so I'm just like, I share my opinion, you know? But as you should, I think everybody mm. should be opinionated. You know, yeah. being neutral is just not it. <laughs> it. You know, if you're neutral, you're kind of untrustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I do think neutral people scare me sometimes too. It's like, how can you not have opinions? Uh, Lyris, we love you if you're listening. 
Um, it's like, for example, we have this discussion quite a lot, me and Sydney. Pineapples on pizza. Oh, yeah. I think that that is abysmal. I think that it's an abomination and it shouldn't exist. But Sydney thinks. Um, I don't know how we're friends, but I think it's absolutely amazing. I think it's the greatest invention ever. It's like, you know how people like sweet and savory? That's exactly what it is. Like, and plus that with a barbecue sauce base. Oh my God. Okay. I like barbecue sauce base if it's like chicken barbecue pizza. Well, that's great. And then you get a little bit of sweetness in there and it's just. But it's a fruit. It's like me putting. It's tomato. What fruit? I think it is. Oh my God. But it's like me putting like mandarin or freaking. Oh I don't even know if that's what you call it in English. Um, yeah. Oh, the tinier oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's <laughs> what are they it. Called? What are they called? I think, or like tangerines or yeah, clementines. Yeah, tangerine, clementine. Yeah, it's like putting a clementine in your pizza. But that's like low-key sour. That would be gross. What if you put a lemon on your pizza? Why would you ever do that? Why would you put pineapple on your pizza? Because it's delicious. Ah. <laughs> See, the, the discussion will never up. Yeah. Well, no one will win this. No. No one will win this, Um, you know. As law students, we like to think we're going to win. I talk about law students a lot. Oh, my God. Because I am a law student, and so is Sydney. Um, but trust, guys, you're going to get an episode. You're going to get a whole episode on you guys and mm-hmm. how you function. Yeah. <laughs> how they all have pretentious bodies and <laughs> sticks up their asses. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God, this is the second time I say this. Or me, oh, okay, this, yeah, yeah. second time this is said oh, on my yeah. podcast. Um, okay, so you know, this is Roaring Twenties. Um, you know how this is Roaring Twenties. What do you think is well, how old are you right now? I'm 20, but I'm turning 21 in May. Okay, so so far you're almost a year into your 20s. What do you what's your biggest outtake? Like, what, what did What's the biggest difference? What do you... Like, from being a teenager to being 20? Mm-hmm. I feel like right now, nothing. But when I turn 21, I can drink in the U.S. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know. But I feel like maybe t- you say you're 20, you know, people possibly take you more seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been... My interaction with people have been limited because of COVID. So, yeah. who knows? But yeah, I just feel like... Definitely, like, even 21, I don't know. It just feels so much older. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like that wasn't a great answer, but... I don't have that much life experience <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine i think uh, all experiences are valuable and i just want to thank you for your time today um i know i dragged you <laughs> from your room she lives literally well her room is right next yeah. to mine and so she hears me record these if i do um so thank you for your time thank you for telling us what it's about to be living independently thank you for telling us about canada um and thank you for being here no problem thank you for having me i can't wait to actually listen to this and um i can't wait for your other podcasts yeah right okay guys so we're wrapping it up um see y'all later and more episodes are coming and they're all gonna be super exciting as i promised before